0: Hi, I'm Rabbi Sobranath, and welcome to my Daily Torah Thought. This is the fourth episode in my series Seven Ways to Have a Successful and Healthy Relationship. And here is number five. Give up the dream that your spouse can understand you a hundred percent. No one understands anyone a hundred percent. I mean, let's face it, you don't even understand yourself a hundred percent. Men and women have different needs. They have different values, different interests. Men like to solve problems. They generally do not want to dwell on feelings, as it makes them feel weak or needy. That's why men bond by talking about facts or their successes. Women, on the other hand, bond by talking about their problems, talking about their frustrations, talking about their disappointments. Rather than advice, they generally just want a soothing empathetic response, such as, I understand. There are very few men that want to talk about their feelings, and if they do, they don't want to talk about it for very long. So unless he voluntarily supplies the information, don't ask him, how do you feel? He may take your question as an attempt to control, to probe, or to belittle. Don't assume he's going to do something for you. If you want something, ask for it. And help your husband understand what you want by stating clearly, I need empathy, which means that I just need you to say, Aw, I'm sorry you're in pain. Or say, I need advice. Men love to be in the role of the rescuer. Here's number six. Talk about your successes. Men and women have a need for both closeness and independence. These two needs are essentially contradictory. You need closeness, which requires that you be able to be vulnerable and share your deepest feelings. On the other hand, you need the independence to develop your own personality and talents. Both men and women hold two major fears. Marriage to a bossy person who destroys their sense of self-worth and marriage to a clingy, depressive type. Who needs are so great that their own growth is stifled. The best way to avoid being overly needy, or overly bossy, is to build yourself up in your own eyes, and the eyes of your spouse. Talk about your successes. After all, if you keep putting yourself down, you're implying that your spouse made a poor decision in deciding to marry you. Tell each other about your difficult acts of self-discipline. How you went to work even though you were tired controlled the urge to eat junk food, or said a firm no on the demands of a difficult person. It's so important to talk about your successes. And number seven, don't second guess. In the Talmud, we're told that no one knows another person's thoughts. When someone is in a bad mood or disappoints you, you may be sure that he or she is trying to hurt you intentionally. Unless abusive or mentally ill, assume That the person is doing their best, but simply doesn't have the emotional maturity or the skills to do any better. What distinguishes healthy guilt from unhealthy guilt is intention. We're all inevitably hurt people, because it's impossible to fulfill all their needs or always know how to please them, and we all have annoying habits. If you accidentally cause pain to your spouse, simply apologize and say, I'm sorry, I had no intention to hurt you. And you can practice now by forgiving those who have no intention to hurt you. If necessary, clarify what happened. I honestly think if you practice these seven habits, you're going to build yourself up to have a successful, healthy, and long-lasting relationship. That's my thought for today. I'm Rabbi Yisrael Bernath. Have a fantastic day. Hi, Rabbi Bernath here. I have some great news for you. My popular four-week course, Kabbalah for Everyone, is available right now for free for the next 50 people who download it. All you have to do is go to www.theloverabbi.com, scroll to the bottom of the page, and you're going to see the download button right there. In this course,